My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to the Willpower Chair and Scoot Around. Thursday, travel and cruise industry news on the 12th day of January, 2023. I'm Chili Falls coming to you from Bedford County, Virginia, Central Virginia area. Headlines today, increasing, an increasingly popular cruise destination. This one's going to surprise you. Flight delays and cancellations yesterday affect cruisers. Cyclone hail causes changes in itineraries. P&O sets booking record. How about that one? I usually don't get into this on this show, folks, but Kennard solo deals... And three American cruise line riverboats hitting the waters this year. That and a lot more live here at 11 o'clock. Today, folks, is hot tea day. Yesterday was hot toddy day. Uh, Between the two, I've done more of that over the past month than I have in my entire life. Um, You know, I went through, I came home from the last two cruises basically sick. My voice still isn't 100% back to normal, but it clearly is better than it was. The cough is virtually gone, although I still will cough a little. But basically, I don't know, some of that is because, yeah, it just was time that I ran the thing out of me. But a good bit of that, folks, was between hot toddies, which we celebrated yesterday, and hot tea, which I'm celebrating today. So go have a cup of tea. I know you guys on the other side of the pond do that all the time, but I don't. But anyway, I'll do that today. If you're listening via the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcasts from, all the big hitters. Just search for travel and cruise industry news, and up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime you're listening via the podcast, you can always access the video feed. If you'd like to jump over and check out pictures or clips or any of those kind of things that we might have in that day's show, in the description of the podcast, there's always a link that says, click here for video feed. And you just click on it and it takes you right over. 
All right, guys, those of you that follow my cruise uh, schedule, there is a new entry on the cruise schedule. Uh, and it is for June the 11th, a seven night cruise from Seattle. Guess where it goes? On the MS Westerdam, <clears throat> has stops in Juneau, Sitka, Ketchikan, and Victoria, plus cruising days on in Stevens Passage and the Hubbard Glacier. So, going back to Alaska, folks. When I came out of Alaska last time, I said that I would figure out a way of getting there every year. Well, you know that I'm bargain feeding right now. I'm looking for bargains. I actually got a relatively inexpensive, I won't call it inexpensive, a relative, a, a better deal, much better deal going to Alaska this year than last year. Let's put it that way. So I jumped all over that yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, I've, I've tried 15 different ways to be able to salvage the South America deal. It's just not going to work. So I put that one to bed for now. But you can bet I'm going to keep watching. If I can catch that going the other way, I'll be all over it. So, and I still got a big hole now in my uh, schedule for uh, March and April. So I'm looking, uh, still looking for uh, Barkins. If something comes along, then I will uh, certainly uh, jump all over. All right, a few things uh, to mention today, this afternoon, of course, at one o'clock, this is all Eastern Standard Time, folks. So if you're in a different time zone, you gotta do the calculations, especially you guys that are in Europe. One o'clock my time, that's Eastern Standard Time, is the Cruz Amigos. Tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock, my time, that's the normal show. Uh, we'll have a Chili Chats uh, guest for another appearance on this show, and that would be uh, Mr. Bucket List is going to join us uh, tomorrow. And we have several things that we'll be talking about, but one of them in particular is I think is going to be interesting, and that's his use of drones. I had no idea that he was one of the drone guys. So I hope to learn something about that. Then at 2 p.m. tomorrow, that's 2 p.m. my time, which is 7 p.m. over there in, in London time. Uh, just go to YouTube channel, Cruise Shop and Save. And I will be a guest on Melissa's show. And that's always a guarantee to be fun. Uh, so, and we'll be talking about a lot of things. Solo cruises, my year on cruising, and who knows where. You, Melissa kind of interviews the same way I do. You get a thought and you run with it. So, it'll be it'll be a nice, a fun uh, a fun show with Melissa. So that's at uh, 2 p.m. my time tomorrow. <laughs> and then at uh, from 6 to 7 p.m. tomorrow night on W, uh, let me see where it is, WNIS.com and also on radio station WNIS is the podcast called The Virginia Eats and Drinks. It broadcasts every week from on Fridays from 6 to 7 p.m. The host is Patrick Evans Hilton, who showcases good eats and drinks from around the Commonwealth of Virginia. 
and he's having me on the show to talk, obviously, about cruising. And we talked a little bit about my uh, thoughts on breakfast on cruise ships. So many of you are, know what I think about breakfast on cruise ships and what I normally do. So that'll be uh, 7 o'clock tomorrow night on WNIS.com. And then finally at 2 p.m. on Sunday, that's 2 p.m. my time again, uh, Pete and my good friend Kevin Martin of 30 and a Wake Up will be talking about solo cruising. Uh, you guys have seen Kevin here several times. He regularly pops into our chat room and um, he and I will be on a cruise together uh, next month. So that'll be fun. I'll see if I can't enlist Kevin on my side of things to give Pete help, as I tend to do most of the time. I love Pete to death. You guys all know that. All right. I'll be back with today's news after a quick word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, the top story today, folks. And this one I have a feeling you'll be surprised at is one of the most popular growing, fastest growing uh, destinations. When most people, most cruise travelers think of an expedition sailing, they think of a far distant, highly exotic destination like Antarctica or the Galapagos. One closer to home expedition destination is gaining more popularity, however, and providing cruisers with unique opportunities to explore the history and the culture and nature all around the Great Lakes. From Montreal and Toronto to Cornwall, Kingston, Windsor, Little Current, Killarney, St. Salt Marie, Thunder Bay, and more, Great Lakes cruises offer a range of ports of call that can explore history, arts, architecture, native cultures, wine country, and other enriching and engaging experiences along the way. Stunning natural beauty such as Niagara Falls or the North Shore inside passage of Lake Superior and the largest freshwater island in the world, which is Manitoulin Island. In addition, guests sailing to the Great Lakes region will also experience such unique nautical experiences as crossing through amazing locks and canals, as well as passing beneath the stunning Mackinac Bridge connecting the upper and lower peninsula of Michigan. I've been across that bridge, by the way. The longest suspension bridge between anchorages in the Western Hemisphere, depending on the cruise itinerary and the route. Accessed via the St. Lawrence Seaway from the Gulf of St. Lawrence and the North Atlantic Ocean, the Great Lakes includes Lakes Ontario, Erie, Huron, Superior, and Michigan, as well as the rivers, canals, and locks that interconnect. What is the largest group of freshwater lakes on Earth? 
together, all five, the lakes hold 21% of the planet's fresh water. That's amazing. And create a, a vital shipping zone. A variety of expedition and river cruise lines offer itinerary speech in the Great Lakes, Hoppy Lloyd, Penant, Plan Tours, Windsor, Silver Sea, and Viking are some of the better known lines. Pearl Seas Cruises, USA River Cruises, and American Queen Voyages all operate in the Great Lakes. Most stateroom on exhibition ships will offer superior views, so guests do not miss any of the scenic vistas and lounge areas are also featured, feature unparalleled views. The onboard experience is also likely to feature enrichment opportunities, such as guest lectures, lecturers, naturalists, and local entertainers truly giving guests an immersive getaway to connect each region they explore. And of course, autumn cruises are highly popular when the uh, fall leaves are out. This, of course, is the Octantis, which started sailing last year. Its sister ship will be there this year. I've never cruised on the Great Lakes. I have to admit that's working its way up my bucket list. Now, admittedly, folks, one of the reasons that I haven't is because I picture it to be too expensive. I pulled up a couple and they're not that bad considering what you get. So if you want a different experience, folks, if you're tired of going to Nassau or Cozumel, maybe you want to look at that. I don't know. So, all right, yesterday was a bummer of a day. Of course, the overnight technical outage with the NOTAM alert system caused all human domestic U.S. flights as well as international flights inbound to the country to be delayed or canceled. NODAM provides safety information to pilots, including details on closed runways, rocket launches, military exercise, hazardous flocks of birds, and operable lights on uh, tall features such as skyscrapers or cranes, other potential habits, hazards that can impact a flight's route or runway approach. More than 9,000 flights in the U.S. were delayed by the outage. 1,300 flights were canceled. And of course, that resulted in significant headaches for travelers at all major airports, including the hubs and airports closest to cruise embarkation ports. Unfortunately, I don't have any numbers yet as to how many people didn't make their cruises yesterday. Thankfully, Wednesday is not the biggest number of departures of cruises. So that helped somewhat, but there are still cruises scheduled yesterday, as there are cruises scheduled today. By 10.30 yesterday morning, 5,800 flights were already delayed. 957 were canceled. That was just by 10.30. How many of those were trying to get to a cruise yesterday? Cruise travelers flying to home ports and ready to set sail may have had delays all across the board. There's very little that the cruise lines can do when passengers are delayed due to flights. Choosing good travel insurance can help with the reimbursement for flight change costs or missed cruises, depending on the terms of the individual policy. Many cruise travelers also choose to fly into departure ports a day or two early. That's one thing that I didn't used to do that I have started doing now automatically. 
And I look at it this way, folks. If I can't afford a night in the hotel, then I got no business going on a cruise. So, because you'd lose one cruise because of an air delay or an air cancellation. You know, that pays for a lot of hotel rooms. So I don't mind at all that extra cost. I just goes to, to my cost of the cruise. Of course, some people book directly with the airlines. I mean, book their air directly with the uh, cruise lines, what I meant to say. Um, that helps some. But again, it depends on how you shop. I tried to just... Yesterday, I booked the Alaska cruise. Uh, before I called to book it, I had checked on my cost of airfare and checked to see if Holland America had a decent air package. Well, it was going to cost me an extra couple hundred dollars to use Holland America air. I didn't feel that that was a necessity since I was going in the day before anyway. So, yeah, I chose to book the air myself. However, it's worth always checking, folks. Hot Air Tom does really well on some of his air. Uh, cruise lines are not obligated to hold a ship while waiting for air travelers to arrive. If there's a lot of them, sometimes they do, but they're not obligated to. If guests booked airfare through the cruise line, Assistance will be available to help rebook flights in an effort to help travelers reach the ship on time or to catch up with the ship at the earliest port of call. That's a benefit, clearly. So that would also add into if you're for trying to fly the day of the cruise. Maybe you want to cover yourself by booking through the cruise line. Uh, if a cruise ship remains docked past its scheduled departure time, the cruise line could face significant fines from the port as well as scheduling problems with the itinerary. It may not be possible to reach ports of call as planned, and that causes all kinds of back-end problems. So the cruise lines pretty much have to sail per the schedule. So if you're traveling today, you know, on Thursday, because of all the delays from yesterday are still cascading into the day, causing some further problems, not from the system, folks, that's been fixed. But because of all the people that had, cruises, uh, had flights canceled yesterday or were delayed, uh, today's going to be an equally busy day. You want to probably stay in touch with your airline to make sure you're on time before you go to the airport. Uh, if flights are arriving with delays but still in time for getting to the cruise port before the ship sets sail, guests could reach out to the cruise line with details and pre-scheduling shuttles, taxis, ride shares to the cruise, court, cruise port can also minimize any further time needed to reach the port and hopefully help travelers make the cruises on time. Yesterday, folks, I don't think a lot of a lot of people were probably totally screwed unless they flew in the day before. All right. Cyclone hail, which has already affected at least one cruise ship's itinerary, continues to have impacts on the South Pacific at the height of the summer sailing season. As AmeriQuest is diverting away from the storm, significantly changing its route and itinerary to ensure all guests and crew members remain safe in the severe weather. Currently sailing a 17-night one-way voyage between Melbourne and Auckland, New Zealand, as AmeriQuest has added an unscheduled stop in Timaru, 
in lieu of more northern ports that are currently threatened by the storm, making those previously scheduled docks and port communities unsafe. Cyclone hail has already had a significant impact on Nordham's current itinerary. And you know, our friends uh, Tony and Don are on a media trip on the Nordam, which means they get to go for free. But anyway, the other cruise ships in the region may also be affected by the storm uh, with canceled, delayed, or changed ports of call. And folks, I'm not downing Don, Don and Tony for being able to do that. I'm goodness knows if they'd offered me a free trip, I'd be on it too. Uh, but they, you know, that's what happens when you have 100,000 subscribers, I guess. So, other ships that might be affected are sailing in the areas Majestic Princess and Coral Princess, Silver Whisper, and Celebrity Eclipse. They're all sailing around there now. The South Pacific cyclone season runs annually from November 1st through April 30th. Though, like the Atlantic hurricane season, storms can occasionally form outside that window if the conditions are right. Of course, this is right in the heart of the season. All right, the next story has to deal with uh, our friends on the other side of the pond. While it is Carnival-owned, P&O Cruises has reported its biggest ever booking day early in the wave season is what they call it, of 2023, with four of its five booking days ever falling already this year. The most popular itineraries booked were the Caribbean, Western Mediterranean, and the fjords, with two XL-class ships operational currently, the UK-based cruise line, as one of the younger fleets in the industry, uh, besides operating the two XL-class ships. The cruise line, get this folks, is offering guests 500 pounds of onboard credit available for select departures through April the 1st. So whatever the cost of the cruise is, folks, you knock 500 pounds off. I mean, you know, what's that? That's like uh, $600 or something. Uh, whatever 500 pounds is, I, I'm, I can't convert pounds to dollars in my head. Uh, anyway, this credit can be used for onboard amenities such as spa treatments, eh. shore excursions, yeah, specialty dining, yeah. I mean, that's a terrific deal. No wonder P&O is just kicking butt right now. Congratulations to them. That's awesome. And again, as I mentioned in the intro, this is one that I normally would not mention on the show. I usually don't talk about <coughs> what cruise lines are doing as far as their packages. <coughs> Excuse me. Cunard Line, a luxury cruise line owned and operated by Carnival, is offering up to 25% off cruises to solo travelers through the end of January 12th. Now, that's today, folks. If you're interested in a deal, you got today to do it. So contact your travel advisor or go directly to Kennard. Vacations to Go has the same thing. Included in the sales, 131 cruises offered by Kennard that visits the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, Canada, Alaska, Panama Canal, and Australia. The offer applies to new single occupancy bookings that include up to an additional 25% off single supplement fares. The promotion code for the sale is Z2F. 
So talk to your provider. It's available to residents of all 50 states, Canada, Bermuda, Puerto Rico, Mexico, and the District of Columbia, as long as you're 21 years of age. For complete terms and detail of the sale for tro- solo travelers, visit kennard.com or contact your local travel professional. So go check it out, folks, if you're solo. And yes, folks, this is not part of our solo group. So Pete fussed me for promoting that because, you know, Passions for Cruises is putting together the packages. This has nothing to do with them. But I'm telling you, folks, for solo cruises, I've not seen anything with Kennard like it. So. And finally this morning, folks, and again, I have, I've gotten negative uh, vibes from several of my people in the accessible community about American Cruise Line. I think I know why. But American Cruise Line revealed it will introduce three new riverboats in 2023, along with 10 brand new itineraries that will venture into ports the company has never visited. American Cruise Line's sixth modern river ship, American Serenade, is scheduled to debut on the Mississippi in April. The 175-passenger boat is sister ship to American Symphony, which entered service in 2022. The first two of the Coastal Cats, which are catamarans, will also debut in 2023. The 109-passenger sister ships of American Eagle and American Glory will offer itineraries on the East Coast starting respectively in August and October. New destinations include Sag Harbor, New York, San Francisco, New York City, and Key West. Yeah, that's all across the map. American Cruise Line will launch, launch its first California cruise, the eight-day round-trip San Francisco Bay itinerary, which is due to highlight Napa Valley's wine country. A brand-new 15-day National Parks and Legendary Rivers itinerary features an eight-day voyage on the Columbia and Snake Rivers and a seven-day exploration through Yellowstone Glacier and Grand Teton National Parks. There's also an eight-day Tennessee Rivers voyage between Chattanooga and Nashville. Now, I think probably one of the reasons that I'm getting such a vibe, I have not talked to American Cruise Line. I have sent them numerous now uh, emails. I think I'm going to just pick up the phone and call them. I think one of the reasons that I'm getting a vibe, I pulled up four of their ships, including the new one coming out this year. And they are handicap accessible. Unfortunately, they have one handicap accessible cabin. I have a feeling that's why somebody like Christy or Sylvia kind of stick up their nose at an American Cruise Line. I understand that. Now, I'm looking at it from a standpoint of, okay, we know you've got all these ships that are being built in Maryland that are coming out, 15 or 16 of them, that are going to be handicap accessible. Are they going to be handicap accessible in that they have one cabin? So maybe we need to work with American Cruise Line to make sure that one cabin is full on every on every cruise. And then let's start talking to them about, let's go from one cabin to two or three cabins that are handicap accessible. And they can be converted with not a great deal of expense. 
Yeah, it's going to take a little expense. You got to redo the bathrooms so they're accessible. You might have to put a little wider door in so wheelchairs or scooters can get through the door. You got to have a little turning space in there, but they have cabins with, you know, pretty decent room in them. So, and I don't know, I've not been on one of their handicapped accessible rooms. I think they need, American Cruise Line needs somebody like me to go on one of their cruises so I can report on the accessible uh, cabin. I think that's a perfectly good plan to me. All right, that's going to wrap up the news portion of today. I wonder who is over here fussing at me. So let's go see in the chat room. Kenneth's with us. Kenneth heads to Miami tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock out of Pittsburgh. So you're going to be up at the middle of the night. Hot Air Tom is with us. Cindy's here. Sonny's with us down in Mississippi. Everybody saying hi back and forth. Amy's here. Hi, Amy. Cindy's suggestion, you should rip a power wheelchair from Scoot Around and book that cruise from San Diego. They don't have any anything in San Diego. Now, if you're saying rent one from them here and travel with it, that's the bugaboo. I've got to get some kind of corporate special permission to do that. And right now, that's not available. So the thing is, the deal's not going to last. Yeah, I've, I've barked up that tree already. It would, it would, you know. Unfortunately, that's a great idea, and I thought of that, Cindy. I just wait. I'll catch that sucker. Dennis is with us. Can't stress more than always book your flight to the cruise port at least one day before embarkation. I completely agree, Dennis. That's what I do all the time now. And I admit, for years, I flew in on the day of the cruise and was lucky to never have one canceled. But I don't do it anymore. I don't even drive in on the day of the cruise. I drive in the night before as well. So, Katie's with us. Hi, Katie. Whoops. Come back here. Uh, chat room. Where'd I go? No, that's the wrong one. There we go. Um... Chili's Cruises be taking the train to Seattle, book the sleeper cabin. No, I'm probably going to fly. I mean, unless this, my flight here in, in uh, a couple weeks to New Orleans, I'll see if I can get back into the habit of flying. If I have any major problems, then Maybe so, but I don't, you know, I've flown lots before. I just got to make myself get used to it. Emily's with us. Hi, Emily. Good to see you today. You have the day off. That's nice. Tom, there are also some transatlantic repositioning cruises on MSC departing from U.S. ports that are fantastic values. Some have low or no single supplements. One of the reasons I like MSC, I, mean, I don't like them for their accessibility issues, but I like them about their pricing for solos. As a matter of fact, and I'll tell you this up front, you know, uh, Pete wants to do a cruise, you know, come over and do a cruise on the, the uh, solo group in December. And I suggested that they look at, an MSC cruise. 
whether or not they can put the package together, but they've certainly done some major packages from Europe with MSC. Virtuoso is the one that had the 300 uh, cabins. So, yeah. I like MSC from that standpoint. Got to work with them on accessibility issues, but that's okay. I'm not the only one. Uh, Dennis says Amtrak. He can book Amtrak from Virginia through New Orleans to Louisiana, then go Starlight to Seattle. Or you can go the other way and go to Washington, which from Lynchburg, the train goes to Washington and um, across the northern route, which is the way I went last year. But yeah, I know you can go to New Orleans from here as well. Uh, maybe I do that. I don't know. That was that was rough. Again, because I didn't have sleeper cars. Um, and then, it, if you can afford sleeper cars, that's another thing, because the pricing on them was outrageous. Katie's cruise day is tomorrow. It's a shorty, but that's okay, Katie. You can do shorties. I know you're like me. You like longies, but you're just taking a weekend and getting away. That's all right. If I was down there, I'd do that a lot too, probably. Cindy will not do MSC. I just saw a post this morning regarding some uh, MSC TAs being canceled. People say stay away from MSC Transatlantics. Oh, I don't. Well, I've not done a Transatlantic. But, you know, people complained about uh, MSC's food also. I've been on four cruises now on MSC. And I haven't had a bad meal on any of them. I like their food. On the seascape, the breakfast buffet was not as good as others, but it wasn't bad. I mean, I, I you know I just come off of one, the cruise before that may have had the best buffet that I've ever had on any of my cruises, but. Overall, the food was excellent. The entertainment is phenomenal. And this I found the service to be excellent. So what people are complaining about is beyond me. So I just disagree with those complaints, folks. I have not seen anything, again, other than the accessibility issues. Now, that one is, is something to complain about. Uh, Sonny says, for Katie to have fun, of course, and Kenneth, you have fun, too. I'm 10 miles from Lake Erie. <laughs> we were waiting for a cruise to do all the Great Lakes. You know what? You'd think that they would go into Erie. I don't know if Erie has a, a, a pier that would handle a another can't handle a big cruise ship even the smaller ones, but I would think there would be, that would become a, a port that you could, you know, two cruises from. So you're, you're close to Erie, so you've got a couple hours of driving in the morning to get to Pittsburgh on time. You are going to be up at the butt crack of dawn. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have an early night, an early morning, I mean. Cindy prefers warm climates. Well, I mean, I prefer for warm climates too, but, you know, I'll do Alaska again. I'm, now, it's, this is a little later, uh, so hopefully maybe I won't have to take my winter coat. I don't know. I'll have to look at the weather just before I leave. But, I mean, last year I was there in 
what the end of April, first of the, of the first week of May, maybe. It was cold and snowy. So. Dennis says, I was one and done on MSC too, but for Chile and others that like MSC, it's cheap. $25 per night for a solo stateroom, and I have, and, and I have to keep reminding myself how awful my experience was. I'm sorry, Dennis had a bad experience. And I know, you know, there, there are people that complain about it, but I just, again, I've not seen it, folks. All that glitters is not Swarovski on MSC. Yeah, well, that's a good point. I'm anxious to try MSC for a short one in June. Looking for a good experience. Yeah, I don't blame you there. Sunny, my delicious pina colada recipe. Coco Lopez cream of coconut and a tin of crushed pineapple in a blender with ice. Add dark rum, preferably not spiced, to make it adult. Very good. That sounds lovely. Uh, Emily says, we use uh, pina coladas out of a coconut in the islands. Uh, yes, I've done that also. Sonny says, that sounds good. I agree. <clears throat> Coco Lopez brand, that's a new brand for me. I've not ever, that I know of, tried that. So I'm going to have to go to the liquor store and fix a pina colada. That would be lovely. Uh, Chile, the P&O solo balcony staterooms are fantastic. 500 is about $600. That's what I thought. So I was a pretty good estimate on that one. We used to drink pina coladas out of a coconut. Emily says, yes, I know. What I don't enjoy about P&O is the dress code, which is more to pack. Well, <clears throat> I've never sailed on P&O. I do know that they are a little more to the formal side. Uh, anyone ever been on uh, NCL Escape? Any tips? They are my next one in about one and a half months. I have not been on Escape, no. Freeport as Bahamas? Yes, Freeport in the Bahamas. That's the only Freeport. Well, no, there's another Freeport. But anyway, yeah, that was Freeport as in the Bahamas. Um, my first cruise was an NCL escape. No tips, just enjoy it all. I love the waterfront. Don't drink too much and get stuck in a bathroom. The door was stuck. And I had to wait for someone to come get me. Oh, my God. Sonny, that's a story that we probably need to hear the entire story. <laughs> I love it. Uh, there's a bar in Port Lucaya that serves them like that. Have the picks. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Sonny, do you remember what deck you were on? We're in a balcony on deck nine. Aft above Cagney's, worried about the location now. I uh, hope I don't do that, but can make any promises. Chili, did you book your Alaska? When did you book your Alaska cruise? Uh, yesterday. I did that yesterday afternoon after the show. Sonny says I was in a solo cabin, so no experience above uh, Cagney's. The smell might be nice. Makes me hungry. Great point, Sonny. Um, then it says, only travel by sleeper. The eastbound Empire Builder is fantastic during winter. So lovely when the staff at, at Isaac Walton Inn comes out to greet the train. Oh, that's kind of cool. Don't disagree, Chili. Instead, your experience was different. No need to 
invalidate what others experienced on MSC. I can only hope that that they're improved. Their Italian design ships are lovely. Yeah, they've got they do have nice looking ships. I'll say that. Coco Lopez brand has been around forever. It's the original. That's good to know. Hunter says we stopped at a at a Dogwoods Deli on our way home from Myrtle Beach Sunday. Thought of chili. Inside the front door was a big uh, oh a big keg with Elijah Craig label. Awesome! I'll go there next time. I'm going back that way. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today because I've got a busy day ahead. So, busy couple days ahead. All right, I don't. I want to make sure my voice does survive of the day. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising. Hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fantastic day. I'll see everybody for the Cruise Amigos at 1 o'clock. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, Ports of Call, Cruises Themselves, Chili Chats, and Travel and Cruise Industry News, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.